0: Hey everybody, uh, thanks for joining me today for the ninth installment of Brass Tax History. Uh, I'm your host, Graham, um, and today I'm joined by um, a special guest. Uh, he knows a lot about history and uh, he, uh, he's read a lot of textbooks and watched a lot of documentaries as well because uh, you could actually learn a lot from, um, from screen uh, as well as from paper. Um, so with that being said, I'd like to introduce the, the great, uh, Sam. So Sam, you want to say a few words?
1: Uh, hi everyone. Graham, once again, thanks for having me. And you just mentioned, uh, you can learn a lot from screen and paper, but he forgot to mention, um, you can learn a lot from your ears too. And listening to this podcast.
0: Absolutely. Sam, that was a sore oversight by me and I do apologize to all of you listeners, for such a, an inexcusable um, uh, oversight. I'll use that word again. Anyway, um, today's topic, well, before I get into it, um, I do want to say that we, we have alluded to this fan mail a few times. And honestly, um, as you guys probably know, we set up that PO box, but it's sort of getting um, a little overwhelmed um, with mail. So we were thinking, and this isn't 100% set in stone, um, but we were thinking that it would make sense to take on an intern. Um, we do have the money to pay for it. Um, him or her or whomever it may be. We do have the money for, to, to bring on, uh, some help. So we, uh, basically more than anything, it would be to kind of sort through the mail and kind of throw away the ones that are sort of irrelevant and, and read to us the ones that are helpful. Um, Sam, do you want to add anything about this intern?
1: Uh, well, the intern will not be sitting on their hands. There will be a ton of tasks, including transcription and a couple other miscellaneous tasks for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's not going to be one of those, oh, you grab coffee for the for the head honchos type of gig. None of that. None of that garbage. Not here at Brass Tax History. Anyway, uh, with that being said, we will. We will uh, you guys can check the description for uh, for a Google form to um, apply for the internship, so you guys can uh, do that if you're interested. Um, with that out of the way, uh, and also given how much positive feedback we received about our last episode, which is about the first Barbary War, uh, a couple people told us that they that they passed their first Barbary War tests. Uh, but we're a little worried about the Second Barbary War, and that's where uh, your resident history buffs come in. So we're going to go ahead and cover the Second Barbary War today. Um, and this war uh, was in eighteen fifteen. It was just a couple of days, June seventeenth to nineteenth. Um, it's also known as the U.S. Algerian War. Um, basically, it was fought between the United States and the North African Barbary Coast states, um, and ended with the Commodore Stephen uh, Decatur's Treaty. Um, you got different, uh, events like the bombardment of Algiers and he negotiated a new treaty, uh, until February, 1822 because of an oversight. Um, Sam, can I, uh, I'd like to turn it over to you for, for a couple of facts now, if you're okay with that.
1: Great. I'm more than happy to get into some facts. I apologize to our viewers that thought we ended on a cliffhanger last episode with ending on the first Tripoli or, uh. Um, Barbary War, Um, I'm excited to get into the second one. Um, Right away, we'll go into our first need-to-know fact. Um, On August 27th, 1816, following a round of failed negotiations, the fleet actually delivered a punishing nine-hour bombardment of Algiers. Um, This attack mobilized many of the day's Corsairs and shore batteries, forcing him to accept a peace offer. Of the same terms that he had rejected the day before. Now, this is a very interesting fact that you'll need to know. Um, it circles back to the day before where he had rejected one of these peace offers. And this just comes to show that, you know, you got to play your cards right when it comes to offerings such as peace, in the middle of wars, especially. Definitely.
0: Yeah, that's no, that's that's a great point about peace in the middle of wars, because uh, sometimes the goal of war is actually to to end the war and you want peace because peace is um, uh, widely considered kind of good. Um, so that's often one of the uh, strategies that uh, different parties will take as they go. So um, can we hear your second fact now, Sam?
1: Great, so our second need-to-know fact of the day is actually uh, the Europeans built up their resources and challenged barbary powers in the Mediterranean without distraction during this war. Mm. Um, This was interesting, especially because Algiers and Tunis were colonized by France, and um, it was just interesting to see colonies arise as a result of um challenging barbary power in the mediterranean i do think this will overlap into my key takeaway will which i'll mention later
0: great um i think that that's definitely a need to know and I'm, I'm really glad that you brought that to our attention so thank you um with that out of the way i do think it's time to get into the key takeaways so I'll kick things off with um, my key takeaway. And for those of you that are new to the show, um, this is kind of where we, we give you the knowledge that if you were to listen to no other part of this podcast, at least listen to this part, because this will cover what you need to know, what you absolutely have to know for your exams. And you'll pass them all if you, uh, if you just uh, keep in mind the key takeaways. Um, so for me personally... Um, I like to think about this war in terms of the demands for uh, compensation um, alongside the threats. And these go along with the ships captured versus the uh, amount of uh, soldiers wounded. Um, because you're not talking huge numbers. And of course, you do have James Madison at the helm, uh, who is, of course, a, uh, one of the presidents of the United States. Um, and James Madison... Uh, widely known as, as, uh, as kind of a statesman um, founding father. Uh, so people actually like to call him the father of the Constitution and, of course, uh, known for the Federalist Papers. And uh, he, uh, he was also a congressman um, uh, before the presidency. Um, so for me, when we talk about the uh, Second Barbary War, that's what I would put at the top of my paper just to, to kind of make sure that that I scratch the surface of all the necessary components. Sam.
1: Wow. Thanks, Graham. I really appreciated you throwing back to uh, the Federalist Papers and our founding fathers. I feel like it's important for our listeners to uh, be able to make those connections. Um, So my key takeaway of the day for uh, the second uh, Barbary War is actually aftermath. Um, I personally think that the aftermath of wars is what determines the different country's future and this probably should have been my key takeaway from the first Barbary War because it led to the second one the aftermath led to the second one and I just find it important that you really got to focus on the aftermath of wars because you know cause simple cause and effect relationships will end up affecting you in the future.
0: That's absolutely right. And cause and effect is a classic sort of history buzzword that uh, the teachers of today like to throw around. Of course, when when we were back in school, they they focused more on uh, things like pros and cons, kind of things you could really kind of get behind. But these days, it's all, what's the cause of this? What's the cause of that? And frankly, it's a little tiresome sometimes. But listen, you gotta play to the play to the people. Uh, something like that that implies that you need to do uh, what they're looking for, and that'll let you pass the test and maybe even maybe even ace the exam. Um, Sam,
1: I totally I couldn't agree more. I just find find it interesting how tests today focus more on cause and effect. They really want you to put your thinking caps on for these exams and. Uh, That's something we weren't experienced with, but after years of uh, reading history textbooks, we we've been allowed, we've allowed ourselves to be able to put those thinking caps on, and we're definitely able to help you guys with that, even though we didn't experience that ourselves. And I just find it important, especially these two Barbary Wars. I'm a huge fan of them, and I do think some textbooks actually. I think they forget about these wars. Um, I do think that these are low-key wars that had vast effects on not only the U.S., not only Europe, but also Africa and the Mediterranean Sea. So um, it's it's good to know about um, the different things that your test taker, your test providers, will test you on
0: yeah and that was a really nice summary of kind of the past two episodes actually uh you guys will notice with a with an experienced history buff like Sam uh, on board with the show here he can kind of he'll be mixing and matching topics like like no other uh so that's why we're really pleased to have him on board um in spite of his uh trouble articulating from time to time but that's that kind of comes with the territory so Sam, I want to thank you first. And then, uh, so thank you, Sam. And then, uh, after that, I want to thank our fans, our listeners, uh, keep sending in mail, check the, uh, description for the Google form link to, uh, apply for an internship with brass tax history. Um, great experience, um, great resume booster, uh, letters of recommendation, all that jazz. We, we got you covered. Um, so thank you guys so much. And we will, uh. We're looking forward to talking to you again soon. Bye-bye now. Uh,
1: Thank you, everyone. Graham, once again, it's been a pleasure. It always is. And I'm pretty excited to have someone on board with us um, to continue our journey. And so thank you for that. And thank you, audience. Uh,
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So we'll be looking forward to reading your responses and talking to you again soon. Bye-bye.